Okay, Ulysses, we roll along in our 2022 player reviews. We did Randy Rosarena on yesterday's show, and today we will spotlight uh, another standout player for the Rays, and that is Shane McClanahan. And we've got so much. So I've got so many stats for you, Kevin. I'm just going to throw the book at you. You're going to think I'm Brian oh, Kenny. Yeah. So this is going to be fun. So everybody strap in, and let's get started right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we are the hosts of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. And we want your mailbag questions, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Ulysses, I like how you mentioned you're going to throw a bunch of stats at us uh, in regards to the Shane McClanahan player review. It takes me back to... Uh, my and our USF days. Uh, I don't know if you had this guy. Uh, Terry Sinchitz was uh, my stats professor at USF. I think I had Diddlefinger or something like that. Diddlefinger? Wasn't it Diddlefinger? Dumbledinger? Like I don't know. Dumbledinger. Yes. Yeah. Dumbledinger. Yes, that was the guy. Yeah, Diddlefinger, Dumbledinger. All right. Diddlefinger's in prison right now. He's serving a life sentence. <laughs> Um, yeah, probably no, but Sinchich, uh, he was, he was clutch because he would record the, I mean, his, uh, lectures and you could go back and watch them and listen to them, yeah. uh, at your leisure. And if you couldn't show up for class or you just needed, Hey, that, that didn't make sense the first time or the second time I need a, another, another, uh, another lesson there. So, uh, he was awesome with that. Um, all right. Isn't uh, it awesome Shane, when isn't it awesome when you get to college and then they start treating you like an adult and you're like oh this this is this is a nice yeah. change of pace I like that it, yeah it, it was also nice to hey I've only, I've got one class today or two classes today and I've got the free rest of the morning afternoon and evening uh, to myself I don't have to sit in a room for eight to ten hours a day that was really refreshing that was the life yeah yeah all right uh, Shane McClanahan who also went to USF cross paths briefly um and i would say he is definitely uh more successful than both of us at least uh financially speaking and athletically speaking as well particularly with what he did in 2022 and boy did he do a lot in 2022 uh for those of you who don't have his numbers in front of you i do so i will recite them 166 and a third innings pitched a 279 era the 194 strikeouts almost was so close to 200 strikeouts he was just so so close without the ielts and he definitely gets there a 5.8 walk rate a 30.3 k rate a very shiny 0.93 whip a 3.5 F4, a 3.00 FIP, a 142 ERA plus, a left on base, the strand rate percentage of 80.5%. Squeaky, squeaky 
clean. And do you like whiffs? Well, he's got whiffs for you. He's in the 94th percentile. You like chasing? Well, he likes me to pe- he likes people chase after his pitches. That was awful. 80th percentile. Okay, so he was just doing everything, basically. Almost everything. So much better than 2021. And just so, so right. Of course, he was the all-star um, starter for the American League which was, of course, very impressive. I, it was very tough finding something not to like about Shane yes. McClanahan because everything that I've just read, and I'm sure that you have other stats too, that are very, very shiny. Um, what does Shane McClanahan have in common with Justin Verlander, Dylan Cease, Alec Manoa, Shohei Otani, Framber Valdez, Shane Bieber, Martin Perez and Tristan McKenzie. That they will all get Cy Young votes. Yes, possibly, but also all these starting pitchers in the American League had ERAs sub three. So very, very impressive feat in that regard. Let's not forget the amazing, amazing historic first half that McClanahan had. He had a major's best 171 ERA and 147 strikeouts in 110 and two-thirds innings over 18 starts. That earned him, of course, the all-star start. And if you look at his uh, savant page, like you mentioned, um, the chase rate and so forth, I mean, it's just a stream of red, and that's a good thing, folks. And if you also look at his savant page, what stands out, and you should know this after watching Shane McClanahan, is the fastball, the changeup, the curve, the slider, the ability to mix pitches and have confidence and effectiveness in throwing each and every single one of those pitches. And that helped allow him to up his K rate, lower his walk rate, and something that really, really improved from last year to this year is not allowing the and not allowing the hard contact consistent that was a big thing for him from last year to this year yeah and i want to stop by your first point which is the repertoire i love the slashing down of the slider usage if you're a locked on race listener and you and 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 you remember us saying this at the beginning of the season i think after the first or second start I was red in the face. I was like, why does he want to become a two-pitch pitcher when he has a changeup and a curveball to play with it? And I begged yeah. Shane on that episode. Uh, I think we compared him to Chris Archer. Like, stop playing with the slider and the fastball. Stop. Mm-hmm. You have a curveball. You have a changeup. Use them for the love of all that you claim that is holy, Shane McClanahan. And he did. He listened to the episode, I'm sure, and he started to do that. Because when you look at the 2021 slider usage to 2022, it went down from 34% to 16%. Now, I love that because it allows more space for the curveball and the changeup to be a part of his repertoire and not become so predictable like I think he was in those first couple of starts. So I love the fact that he kind of changed the the seeding the ranking of his pitchers be, uh, of his of his pitches because that four seam is at thirty six percent, the changeup is at twenty five percent, the curveball is at twenty three percent, and then the slider is at fifteen percent. So you can see how he basically took half of that slider away and then just gave it up 
for the changeup and the curveball. And I think that really, really helped him this year. Quick question. Um, and that was a great uh, summary there of pitcher. I mentioned those other names, uh, those other starters who had outstanding seasons. Uh, over the next five plus years, which of those pitchers uh, accumulates the most war? And let's either take Otani out of the equation or just focus on Otani's pitching stats. So over the next five plus year, five plus years, who who collects? Who's really the most successful? You would say at this point? Tristan McKenzie. Okay, is somebody that you're going to hear a lot about. I, I mean, yeah. th- that kid. So, I'm obviously I, I would want Shane to be number one on that. That that would be good things for the race. But Tristan McKenzie, I think, would be a very interesting name. I don't immediately buy on tremendous one seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't buy Robbie Ray last year. I'm not going to buy Dylan Seizes this year. Like he has okay. to do it again. And and again, maybe it's because I'm I'm too stubborn or 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 have high standards but i i would still to this day i would not call shane mcclanahan an ace because we've had this discussion there are four aces in a pack of cards can you tell me that there are four aces in all of mlb and that shane mcclanahan is one of them Mm. let's be real yeah be real yeah so no i i I would i would put tristan mckenzie there just because he's an up and young coming guy and i I really i the two starts against the Rays that that we that I was able to see, right? Um, tremendous stuff. Interestingly, uh, Tristan McKenzie had the highest ERA of this group, but he might have some of the most long term potential. And I think you know, if you're a Rays fan and you're you know, Rays home or whatever it is, I don't think you'd be totally off base in wanting to put Shane McClanahan in that conversation, like. Um, although, you know, Shane Bieber is only 27 years old, which is just amazing to think Ooh, about. But, you know who you also, yeah. you know, who you also mentioned Alec Manoa. I've, we've gotten to see a lot of Alec yeah. Manoa and here's my he, issue with Alec Manoa. I don't well, know if his, he doesn't have a good body. I'm just going to say that. So I don't know how well that sticks up and holds up over the next five plus years. Like he, fair enough. he, he is amazing. And I know it's a pitcher, so it's a little bit different, but, um, and like he is He's fun to watch in his own right. It has some uh, a nasty repertoire, but yeah, that it, if he looks like he does right now, unless he absolutely gets on a you know nutrition spike and health spike, um, I think that could that could cause problems for him in the future. But I just wanted to bring that up. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're not going to have a lot of negatives to say about Shane McClanahan, I don't think, but. Um, before we do that, before we dive into what went wrong with Shane over the course of the 2022 season, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience out there about something called Rome. Yes, we do. Because sometimes perhaps you open your closet and you're like, hmm, I, I'm tired of all of these things. I need new shirts. Well, I've got something that just might be the thing that you're looking for, and that is called a commuter shirt, which can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. you got to go to roan.com slash locked on, and you're going to use promo code locked on, and you're going to save 20% off your entire order. This commuter shirt is comfortable. It allows you to have mobility without any type 
of of constraint. Okay, it's versatility too. It's versatile, so you can go from work to maybe a date night, a happy hour with friends. Uh, maybe we'll catch a game if you're watching the World Series somewhere. The commuter shirt is there for you. So again, I will say it again. Go to Roan.com. That's R H O N E dot com slash locked on. And don't forget to use the promo code locked on, which will give you 20% off your entire order. It's time to find your corner office comfort today. Um, as far as uh, what went wrong with Shane McClanahan, uh, I'm not going to get too scientific about all this, but um, his second half clearly wasn't as strong as his first half as he went 2-5 and five with a 4.20 ERA, 47 strikeouts in 55 and two-thirds innings over the course of 10 starts. And then he had uh, that injuredless stint for a left shoulder impingement, which turned out to not be as bad as I thought and maybe others out there thought it would be. And then he also uh, exited a game due to a neck spasm. So, um, and it's really impossible to replicate what you did in the first half and the second half, but um, some, some nagging injuries, if you will, and uh, just losing a head of steam, uh, over the second half and the, you know, not the best uh, all-star showing as well. Yeah. That, that all of those are, are fair points. I definitely, I think the, the losing steam is definitely something that it's going to happen with young pitchers. I don't yeah. think uh, this would be a good question. Um, I, I don't think he's ever touched 166 in a mm-hmm. third. And honestly, if you add spring training, plus if you add the playoff start, of, of six innings or seven innings, actually, I think. Um, I mean, how what many, I would be, how many times what has, I'd he, be, has he touched those innings? Yeah. You know? What I'd be curious about too, and we can't really go back and uh, explain this or, you know, we're just speculating here, but if Shane McClanahan, you know, didn't make that all-star start. And quite frankly, if he didn't have to deal with the travel and the ceremony and the festivities of, he never got a break like so many other, like the majority of major league ball players. He never got that three, four day stretch, however long it is of, okay, I can kind of reset myself and focus myself. It was going, you had the amplification of the all-star game and being named the starter to having to pick up in the regular season where you left off and the expectations like that. I, I would like to know, um, or like to ask him how that, hey, did it affect you at all that you never really got a breather? Uh, you know what? who we always uh, kind of speak badly about when it comes to the All-Star game? We always talk in this podcast, when I say we, it's us too. And yeah. I think, you know, there are some people out there too that, that say this, but why do the veterans that have been into the hall into into the all-star game like four or five times always go like no i'm hurt yeah. or oh no i can't make it or whatever well maybe because there's something to it kev that you need right. the space you need the time off you can just if you've been there done that and the all-star like oh, yeah sure give me the all-star nomination i ain't going i have a, a my pinky toe hurts yeah. all right i ain't, i'm not showing up maybe there's something to that um of, of course now I do think it's almost like a blessing and a curse of, oh, yeah, it's great. I got nominated for my fifth All-Star game, but I know it's also uh, time I won't be able to relax and spend time with my family and recharge the batteries. Exactly. 
Exactly. And obviously, as a young starting pitcher who who is being talked as the Cy Young frontrunner, you're not going to miss that. And why would you? Um, so maybe, maybe there – I and I don't think it's more of a, oh, man, th- that, the, that inning that he pitched really is the consequence of all yeah. of his bad second half. But it's the mental um, – part of it it's the mental stress mm-hmm. it's the it's the 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 heavy weight that's always on your mind it's not the it's not the 25 pitches that he threw uh it was the the, the endless interviews right. the spotlight the the having to be on all the time like that 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 takes a toll off i'm i'm, I'm sure that he enjoyed it and all that but maybe there is yeah. something to it but i wanted i looked at the numbers man and i wanted to find something that we could grab onto that to say, hmm, this didn't work. Yeah. And I'm and I think I found it, Kevin. Okay. I found it. And maybe I'm going people that that love his slider are just going to be in shambles right now. But the slider did not work. The slider did not work, and I will say why. Um it, he allowed five home runs on the slider this year. He only allowed three on it last year. Mm-hmm. Um they batted uh, opponents batted 267 this year against the slider last year 198 uh this year batters had a slugging of 456 against that slider last year 299 so my issue with this it's knowing that he cut the usage of the slider in more than half of last year's i mean again last year it was at 34 percent. this year was at 16 percent. so he cut it down by more than half and yet everything went worse for the slider they had more contact they had more pop they had more extra base hits on it the slider did not have good results for shane mcclanahan in 2022 and i uh I think if he has quote unquote homework to do during the off season is check out why, why was this yeah. happening? Is it all mislocation? Is it a bat slider uh, put, put, put in a bat count, for example, opening with a slider or, or not really playing off anything else. Um, I know it's a nasty 93 mile an hour slider, but nice. there's something going on with the usage of that pitch that hitters were very happy when he threw the slider alternatively because he decreased his slider usage so much, maybe he didn't have the feel or the confidence or the comfortability factor like he does with his other pitches. So maybe that begs the question, should he scrap that pitch altogether and just focus on, I'm going to make these three other pitches the best three I can. And if you need a, Maybe try to tinker with a fourth, okay. But I think he's gotten to the point where he can get away with just having those three elite pitches or try to make those three pitches elite um, as opposed to trying to tinker with the slider and throw that when um, you're, you know it's the, the weakest link, if you will. And if you're not practicing it or working with it regularly, it's going to become even worse and worse. I, I, I like that the, the reasoning there. But look at the numbers from last year. It's not like this the slider was always been bad and so he's just scratch it. But like last year, they were hitting 198 off it, 
terrific. They were slugging 299 off it. Terrific. Yeah. Only three home runs in like 120 innings pitch. And then this time that that almost doubled. So maybe the the using it uh, of it less, you know, he does he doesn't have the same kind of grip or the the same comfortability with the pitch, yeah. but that necessarily that doesn't mean that he can't gain it back so before he scratches it off and just goes i'm a three pitch pitcher i would really hope that the homework for shane this this offseason is study why the slider didn't work why was it getting hit so hard um if if i had the time i would go look at every slider pitch that he threw i don't have that time um but if you're out there and you're watching, you're subscribing on YouTube, maybe you do have the time and you can go on Baseball Savant and, sit and check out uh, the sliders yeah. that he got knocked around with. Um, all right. And uh, actually, the Rays probably have uh, some sort of uh, technological mechanism where they can look up every single slider like within five, ten minutes. Must be nice. If we could Must have be cool. That. Um, we do know some people in the front office. So if you could email that to us, lockedonraise at gmail.com, that would be much appreciated. Uh, all right. Shane McClanahan's future with the team. Uh, I'm going to strongly assume and suggest that he will be on the raise in 2023. Um, now I haven't heard or cause we, we've heard the reports about, uh, Shane or uh, Randy being possibly super two eligible. Um, and I know that there's some mechanism with Shane McClanahan, depending on where he finishes in the, uh, I guess the Cy Young voting on, he could get a nice little bonus in addition to his pre arb salary. Yeah. And the all-star nomination too, that, 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 yeah. that, that also got him a little bit of that newly, player pool money which is just uh designated for pre-arb uh yeah. guys which is uh, one of i mean it's about time that baseball made a, a smart move and a smart decision there like reward guys for uh being so productive so earlier in their uh, so early in their careers i guess the only qualm i have with what they did is i think the the money should probably be upped or increased uh, to some extent yeah, I don't know how much it'll, he'll get for the All-Star, and I don't know how much he'll get for the Cy Young finish. Uh, I'm guessing he'll finish probably like third or fourth, yeah. uh, but that should still give, give him some some good uh, moolah. But yeah, definitely uh, a Ray for the next couple seasons. I don't see him. I, we've had this discussion before. I do not see him as a guy who's going to go team-friendly deal. I really don't. Um I feel like he's more in the David Price DNA of like, I'll wait and then I'm going to yeah. get paid like the best pitcher in baseball because that's what I want. Um, that's, that's just who that's what his personality screams at me through right. Um, the screen. Uh, yeah. and that's all we have. Uh, so th- that's, I mean, he that's was, my view of him. I don't know if you disagree. Playing- he was playing hardball with the Rays after they drafted him. And it's not like he was, yeah. The second coming of Brennan McKay either. And, you know, he had the Tommy John surgery and had some other things go on. So, um, you know, he wants to take care of himself and his family, obviously, which, you know, we're not going to scoff at. Um, so I guess that begs the question, um, are you under the impression that uh, he's not going to sign a contract extension with the Rays this offseason or by spring training? Uh, he will never sign a okay. contract with uh, with the race. Um, I just I, I just don't see it. Uh, okay. Do Do you think that he would sign a team friendly deal? 
Oh, man. No, I, I mean, what constitutes team friendly? Sure. Um, a Blake Snell, five-year 50, something like that. I, oh, man. With, with as many pitching injuries that have gone about, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's so tough because you bring up a strong argument, but um, I mean, how long does he want to have to wait to, to really cash in? Too, um, he would become a free agent uh, for the start of the 2028 season. So after the 2027 season, that's, that's a, a long, long time. time. I, I would say if if they if tomorrow they rolled out 50 million dollars and added some other incentives. Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, the possibility of an opt-out or something. I mean, I, I, that's a lot of qualifiers there. But $50 million, let me Five year like 50. This. Five year 50. He's not won a Cy Young. Blake Snell won a Cy Young, and yeah. he said Shane, yes to that. You should take that deal. If they throw – that is yeah. $50 million guaranteed. You should take yes. that money. Always take the money. Yeah. Always take the You don't know what is going to happen tomorrow, and you're going to break your arm. You're going to get in a car crash. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Take the money. Yeah. You spring, Eric Kinski you know, said, you, Eric Kinski you, said you, it to Longo. Longo said it to KK. KK said it to Archer. Archer probably said it to Wander. <laughs> you know, like, take yeah. you, you the money. Tear your ACL playing uh, pickup basketball with friends. Like, that stuff happens, and it, it can happen, and it does happen. Um, so that's something to, to focus on, of course, but a couple of quick hitters here, um, regarding, uh, Shane McClanahan. I mean, we know he's going to be on the team, but just looking at 2023 in a nutshell, will he be the opening day starter for the race? Yes or no? Yes, he will. Um, just j- the Rays award the opening day starter, uh, for the season that just passed. And we saw that in 2010, with Shields not being named opening day starter in 2011, they give it to David Price. And then after that 2011 season, they didn't give it to Price in 2012. They gave it to James Shields opening day because of Shields' 2011 season. So, yeah, I, I, they're going to put Shane's on opening day for sure. Will he make 30 starts in 2023, at least 30 starts in 2023? I want him to. I don't think so. People uh, get hurt. So I'm going to say no, he doesn't. Uh, follow up to that, and I guess, well, maybe your answer could still be yes for this. Uh, will he pitch at least 175 innings in 2023? That's a good question. How many games started that he have this season? He had 28. I recall. 28 and 166 innings. 28 and 166. 28 and 166 and a third. Right. So no, if I already said that he's got, he's not going to make 30, he's not going to pass 170. No. And then finally, before we get to uh, his grade and I think uh, we kind of have an idea. Well, wait, wait, before that, before that, I want to hear your, and your answer. Do you think he's going to get 30 starts or more? Um, no, I, I'm nose across the board there. Uh, although okay. he, he will enter the season as the team, uh, teammates. Lastly though, Mm-hmm. Among Rays starting pitchers, will he have the lowest ERA in 2023? Good question. I'm going to say 
279 is real, real shiny. If he fixes the slider, you uh, whatever happened with that slider, he's got a real good chance. But, man, Rass was fantastic. Springs was even better, maybe. Uh, Glass now, the Glass return now. of Ty Glass. I don't know. I would... I would take the field over just picking one guy out of all of them, really. Like, uh, yeah, you can't. I would agree with you. Yeah. And I think that some of it is not unfair, but, um, you know, if Shane McClanahan, you could probably say, yeah, he he might pitch the most innings among Rays starters in 2023. That would be expected. But you could have uh, Jeffrey Springs, who's only asked to throw 110, 115, and he winds up with a lower ERA. Or a guy, exactly. uh, we've seen this before, Tyler Glass now gets hurt, you know, 80 innings. And, he has, you know, I guess I could have added some some qualifiers to that too. But yeah. just um, generally, yeah, I would probably take the field with that one. All right, uh, player grade for Shane McClanahan for the 2022 season. It was tough finding a negative. The negatives was he got tired. The negatives were um, underwhelming all-star appearance. Um, And the slider uh, results for for this year. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing I found. If you find something else and you're watching this on YouTube and you're subscribing, uh, leave it on the comments. What you think was the biggest negative of Shane McClanahan's 2022 season? I, for one, think... Everything was really shiny, basically uh, almost everything. And I, for one, will give him an A plus of 96. Okay. I will uh, also give him – what? Is 96 oh, an wait. A plus? I no, no, it's not. I think, I think – yeah, so okay, so an A, okay. no A plus. An A of 96. Okay, I'll give him an A plus. I'll give him that extra bump of 97. Um, okay. What's so interesting, I'm just looking at these uh, stats here. This just underscores the rarity and the amazement of Shohei Otani. He pitched as many innings as Shane McClanahan. Okay, he had .13rd of an inning fewer, but his ERA was several notches lower than Shane McClanahan. And what else does Shohei Otani do? He also, you know, is basically a a, a silver slugger from uh, the plate too. So he should be the MVP of this year, but you know, writers are just too cowardly against New York, so they won't. Yeah, do that, that, that's so ridiculous. Like, how do you? I, I mean, if if Shohei puts the up home run numbers, record, the yeah. home runs, the home runs. Okay, yeah. fine. No, right. um, cool. if that's if Shohei, and this is why I almost, I don't want this, but it's where like Shohei, he needs to play in like a market like Boston or New York because then he'd, he'd, he'd get the MVPs that he would be deserved. He gets the, if, if he were to play in a big market, yes, he would get the respect, respect that he deserves 100%. If, if so Otani, come to Tampa. Yeah. Come to Tampa. Oh, Shohei, why not? Yeah. We'll we do are. it. Yeah. If, if Shohei played on the Yankees this season and put up those numbers, <laughs> I mean, don't you have to give it to him compared to Aaron Judge? Like, they would one hundred percent give it to him. They yeah. would even Judge would be like, "Yeah, but I'm not doing what he does." <laughs> anyway, he's awesome. Yeah, that's right. exactly what would yeah. happen. All right, uh, that's our player review of Shane McClanahan. Uh, we will be interspersing these player reviews throughout the course of the off season as uh, 
news breaks with the Rays. We've had some interesting storylines that we haven't really gotten to yet. Uh, Matt Cotraro, one of them, uh, for example. Um, and uh, we also have the mailbag episodes and so much more, too. Uh, in the meantime, thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on Today podcast that is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you Thursday.